We are Chris and Beth Bruno, and this is the Walking With Podcast. God called you to walk with people. He called us to help you. Join us for a conversation at the intersection of theology, psychology, and ministry. Each week, our goal is to replace a little bit of your overwhelm with more confidence in caring for the people you walk with. Welcome back to the Walking With Podcast. This is Chris and Beth Bruno, and we are entering into a new series on sabbaticals. We alluded to this last week when we were talking about how to know what to do when you are stretched so thin, wondering if it's time for a weekend away or a vacation or a complete shift in your ministry or just a sabbatical. Well, we're going to spend the next three weeks talking about sabbaticals, and we're really excited because we learned a lot from one that we tried to somewhat successfully, somewhat unsuccessfully do ourselves last summer. So we have a lot of thoughts around that. We're excited to dive in. But before we do, I just wanted to mention a few things. First of all, if you are not yet subscribed to the Walking With Podcast, wherever you get your podcast, please go ahead and do that. It just continues to bump us up in podcast world and help spread the word to others. And I just wanted to give a shout out to a recent reviewer who left this review on iTunes. Chris and Beth, thank you, thank you for making these podcasts. As someone in full-time ministry, these episodes are so incredibly practical, and I find myself bringing them up in conversation almost daily. And not to mention, as I process my own story, they have been very meaningful. Listening to each one is a gift. Thank you. Well, thank you, Kay. Midday, I just the, the names on iTunes always crack me up, so I don't even know who this is, but I really appreciate every one of you taking the time to leave a review or even just a star rating. Um, as this podcast is new and gets going, those really are meaningful. So thank you for doing that. I also wanted to remind you that all of this lives over on RestoryLabs.com, where we are hoping to resource those of you who are walking with others. And we have some great resources there for you for free, as well as our blog and podcast episodes and more things to come. So even speaking about sabbaticals, we are preparing some online resources for you that will be released very shortly, and we want you to know where to go find them. So RestoryLabs.com if you have not yet checked us out. So in this first episode of our new series on sabbaticals, we want to talk about how to create a culture of care for you as a person in ministry. We've been talking all about how to care for those you walk alongside of. Well, what about you as a minister, as a pastor, as a full-time ministry worker? And how do you create a culture that cares for you in your workspace? So whether that's your team or your organization or your church or even your denomination. And so as we begin to talk about taking a sabbatical, um, many of you need to start way before the planning process to actually create more of a culture of care that, that would allow for someone in leadership to take a sabbatical. So I'm going to stop talking, Chris. <laughs> what are some of your thoughts around that? 
Um, well, I also just want to say thanks for that review before I dive into that, because it's always good. We are humans too, and we love hearing from you, and having your words of encouragement really help us. And when we talk about a culture of care, that's part of it, right, is to give words of encouragement. So thank you so much for those and for the other reviews that have already been left. So I want to, uh, I, I love your word culture of care, and there's a sabbatical is one portion of that, uh, right? It's it's one segment rather than the, the whole. The whole is going to be overall in your organization, in your denomination. Is there a sense that uh, that there are uh, affordances, if that's even a word, to you as a minister to get some rejuvenation, some training, some rest, uh, some further education, whatever it might be, that culture of care is, uh, is really, really important for the longevity of you in ministry. Um, and some organizations honestly do this really, really well. And some organizations do this really, really poorly. And so wherever you find yourself, I think it's important for you to open your mouth and share with those around that we need to develop a culture of care. Um, and we should probably even back up even more yeah. because we're launching into this assuming that there's a common uh, vernacular around sabbatical. Yeah. That you know what we're thinking and that the people in your congregation or your leadership structures also know so that there's this common language. So let's actually start there. Right. When we say the word sabbatical, what are we talking about? Yeah. Well, I think it's obvious that the word sabbatical and Sabbath come from the same space. And so uh, in the in the work that I've done with people around uh, sabbaticals and sabbatical coaching and all that, We've got to remember that the fourth commandment that God gave us is to keep the Sabbath, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And it's this interesting space as number four, because the first three commandments are about how humans are to engage and relate with God. And then there's number four, the sabbatical or Sabbath. And then the rest of them are how we are to engage with humanity. And so the sabbatical, the Sabbath commandment, which often we forget is part of that, right? Uh, as part of the Ten Commandments, is this hinge point uh, between how we are to relate to God and how we are to relate to humans, which I think is divine design in God's giving us of the commandments, that Sabbath is to help us in our relationship with God and our relationship with others. That it's not just this other random number four thing slid in there, that it's actually designed to be in this hinge point moment between the first three and the remaining. Uh, so when I talk about sabbaticals, when we talk about sabbaticals, um, what we're not talking about, maybe it's easier to start there, uh, what we're not talking about is just an extended vacation. Uh, or extended time off. We're not talking about, and we experienced this as well, being overseas missionaries for a long time. We're not talking about furlough, uh, right? And what what all that might entail. We're not talking about uh, time for you to go just get your house projects done because you haven't been able to get those done. Uh, we're not talking about that. That the the idea of taking a sabbatical is uh, is actually to keep you and your relationships in a place of health and holiness and that it needs to be driven from this significant sense of intentionality and purpose and uh, and space that is not just time off or time away but it's planned and intentional time for you to recoup and rejuvenate for sure but then also reorient yourself to the lord and to the relationships that you have 
So uh, a culture of care around sabbaticals is going to be uh, just this awareness that you as a minister need to build into your rhythms of work and life time where you get to reorient yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's it's different when we're talking about the ministry space. Sabbatical is a common word used in many different yeah. industries. Mm-hmm. We have a friend who's a professor, and when he starts planning for his sabbatical, which is um, a right that he has as a tenured professor, he's thinking about what research will I be doing or what um, new project might I consult on. He's still in the academic space, but he has pulled away from teaching his classes or doing his regular day-to-day on campus. And so we're not talking about that. Um, I've just been learning a little bit more in the creative world, like in Google even, um, an REI I saw, sabbaticals are becoming a thing for their employees. Well, those are, for, for the creative world, it's, it's designed space to go explore so that your creativity is kicked in again. Um, hmm. For REI, I didn't look into it much, but I imagine it's going and traveling and, and being outdoors and, and adventuring so that you can do your work better. So in that sense, we are talking about in the ministry space, taking time away in a, in a way that helps you do your ministry better, but doesn't necessarily mean I'm just going to go do a seminary class or I'm just right. going um, to do some a different kind of project that's not my normal day-to-day project. For example, we often joke that when we left from overseas, from doing international ministry, we went to, straight to grad school, and that felt like a sabbatical to us because it was so life-giving compared to living in an urban jungle in an international setting. It felt so good at that point in our lives. It felt like a sabbatical, but that wasn't a sabbatical. No, that was no. grad school right. with three young kids. Right. Um, so anyways, I think that's helpful to talk about that word as it compares to other industries and what we mean in the realm of ministry when we talk about a sabbatical. Right. And when we're talking about a culture of care that includes an element of sabbatical, like I said, it's one portion of the overall culture of care. Is uh, Does your leadership, does your denomination, does your organization um, offer you other things to better yourself, to rejuvenate you, to train you and those things. That's, you know, counseling is part of a culture of care and, and all those things. Sabbaticals often fall off the table when we begin to talk about a culture of care because they often fall into, well, that's extra time off or that's your furlough or that's, you know, in between your ministry assignments or whatever that might be, you can have a, a, a little sabbatical and it's kind of given this, you can have a little extra time off or you can spend, you know, Christmas back uh, in, you know, in the United States if you're overseas to, to come back and get a little bit of extra space with your family. That'll be like a sabbatical for you. And I think we need to reorient ourselves to the intentional spiritual space that a sabbatical really is. Mm -hmm. So what does that look like for uh, somebody who sabbaticals in the future? You're already beginning to think about it as a ministry leader, but you're in a situation, a setting where you know you need to align the people who would either be granting you that freedom or, you know, making the decision or, or whatever. How does somebody begin to do that now mm-hmm. in preparation for a future date? How do you help create that culture in your space? Yeah. One of our uh, 
one of our friends here, he was wanting to do a sabbatical and came from that exact same space where their sabbaticals was not even on the table. Um, sabbaticals had a negative connotation in his denomination. And so he knew that he had to do a lot of work to kind of prepare his church and his denomination to allow for him, you know, years in the future to have a sabbatical. And so one of the things that he did uh, was he began to, uh, and this might be a little subtle or whatever, but he began to teach on the Ten Commandments. He began to teach about what is the Sabbath and how how is it that we, the God of the universe, have a God who also rests, has a God who invites us to rest and began to talk about the, the Genesis passages of, of all of creation is happening and the six days it happened. And he gave the commandment to humanity to uh, rule over the earth and fill the earth and all that. But first, you're going to come to a holy day, the Sabbath. So there's a command to work and then an immediate command to rest. And so he began to invite conversation around what is a Sabbath? How do we actually honor the Sabbath? Why is God inviting us to a place uh, of Sabbath? What is Sabbathing? Uh, and, and what do you even do on a Sabbath? I think many of us you know, go to church on Sunday and, and that's kind of what we believe is kind of our Sabbath. And, and the reality, there's so much more to what Sabbath can be. So he began to teach about that. Um, with the mind that he was wanting to build into it some sabbatical understanding in the future, but he began way back at the beginning with teaching about Sabbath. The other thing that people can do is um, is help orient people to the difference between uh, vacations, trips, visits, and sabbaticals, because those are all very, very different engagements of time away. Uh, and on at RestoryLabs.com, we have a blog about that that kind of walks through those four different things, which we'd encourage you to go listen to or, or go read briefly. A visit is merely time where you're going to go visit someone. It's not actually time off. <laughs> a lot of us know that when we go visit family, it's not time off. Uh, there's a relational investment there, but there's also a relational cost often. So a visit is not that. A vacation is literally coming from the word vacating. You're, you're emptying yourself. And so you go uh, and empty yourself while you sit on the beach and read a book and look at the waves. You're emptying yourself of things. That's also not a sabbatical because it's um, not super intentional spiritually. Um, a trip is where you're going to go to a location and the purpose of the, uh, of the time away is exploration, is going to go look and see and explore and, and experience a new culture, or a new place. Um, there's often not a lot of rest and often not a lot of spiritual engagement while, while you are on a trip. So a sabbatical is the fourth category, which is very different. It is the time away. It is the vacating. It is the relational investment, but it's in a very different kind of way. Mm -hmm. um, and that is something that we're going to try to unpack a little bit more mm -hmm. as we go on. Mm -hmm. I think, wouldn't it be so helpful if we heard from pastors like that and how he began to prepare his congregation and his elder board or other ministry leaders who have gone before? Um, wouldn't it be helpful to have a sense of what do I need to be thinking about as I begin to, to prepare all the right people for what I'm thinking and dreaming about in the future? Wouldn't that yeah. be great? Yeah. Well, that's what we're creating. That is what we're doing. Um, 
we are actually interviewing quite a few people who have gone before. Uh, and, you know, they're giving us the tips and techniques. They're giving us the mistakes and the glories of their sabbaticals. And we're wanting to capture that f- for you here in the future. Yes. Well, next week, we're going to dive into what is the one thing that you have to be doing now in preparation for your sabbatical. And whether that is coming just around the corner this summer or whether you're you're two or three years out and you're just beginning to dream about what that might look like, the one thing that you need to be thinking about right now. And then the last part of our series, we're going to give you a behind the scenes, pull the curtain back on our attempted mini sabbatical, we're calling it, last summer. And the things that we learned, the things we did right, the things that we did not do right, we're going to pull back the curtain and tell you all of those details. So stick with us on this sabbatical series. And just as a reminder, go and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. And make sure you check us out on RestoryLabs.com so that you can access that blog on the difference between trips, vacations, Um, visits and and sabbaticals and all the other things we have there for you. Um, Thanks for joining us today. Same time, same place next week. We'll be here. See you there.